We got injury updates for a couple of Chicago Bears players that are positive injury updates. We're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about what the All-22 really does tell us about the struggles of the Chicago Bears offense. All that plus more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm the host here, Hayes, holding it down for C-Dub and Bobby on the daily episode. Make sure you guys are following us collectively at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for the day. And we did get injury updates on Darnell Mooney, who actually talked to reporters yesterday and basically said that he, you know, he bumped his knee. He knocked knees a couple of times on, on a couple of plays which uh, made made him develop, you know, some sensitivity on that knee. He tried to go. He kept trying to get back into the game, but ultimately was not able to do so. He said this directly. It kind of got re-aggravated in this game. I knocked knees with the nickel on one of the routes and kind of just wouldn't go down. I kept trying to go, but it was annoying me, so I just got out. So it's, he also said that it seems like everything's fine for this upcoming uh, week's game, so he is going to be in that game for the Chicago Bears, which we're going to need all the weapons that we can get, right, especially when we're facing a team like the Kansas City Chiefs that can go, especially on that offensive side of the ball. So, you know, having Darnell Mooney and having a positive update with regards to him sounds really good. And that 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 is, you know, what we want to hear. We need Darnell Mooney out there. I think, you know, overall with Mooney, uh, you know, DJ Moore looking good in last game, Mooney looking really good in the first game of the season, uh, even though we didn't have the success passing that we would like to have, having both those guys out there. Hopefully Chase Claypool, you know, has an, a, another solid week of practice and come out there and perform a little bit better as well. So, you know, that wide receiver core seems like it's going to be ready to go. As far as Eddie Jackson, uh, Matt Eberfus gave a brief update in regards to Eddie Jackson. He says that things look positive. I'm not sure where, to, uh, where that's going to trend uh, to for this coming week, but I can say that it's positive. That's the, uh, the quote Matt Eberfus had on our safety in Eddie Jackson. So it seems like Eddie Jackson... Uh, you know, it's trending in that right di- direction. I, I, I will guess just by knowing the Bears, we probably won't know a solid thing of if he's, if he's going to be in the game or not until about Thursday or Friday, maybe earlier than that, just depending on how things go. But, you know, that's really when, you know, you kind of look to expect on when you're going to see and find out things about Eddie Jackson. But, you know, going on from that, did get access to the All-22. And, you know, in kind of looking at that in regards to the Chicago Bears offense specifically, right, there are a couple of things that stand out in regards to that all 22 and uh you know it's not not extremely well for Justin Fields right Justin Fields just is not seeing the floor the 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 field well he's just not right um having some clean pockets out there did Justin Fields looking at the all 22 not universal like these these topics aren't universal right I'm not saying that every single play was a clean pocket but he did have some some clean pockets out there uh, you know, he he didn't uh, make the right decisions in, the, in a lot of those. Right. Um, you know, it, it, his his indecision uh, and, and indecisiveness, I guess, is the word that I'm looking for in, in where to go with the ball. You know, it, it led to sacks. And so right now uh, he's not seeing the field very well. And I think he's not really trusting the offense either. And that really goes to another thing. Right. The offensive sequencing by the Chicago Bears is bad. It just it, it's bad. Like it, it, it Luke gets these offenses absolutely trash. Like stagnant uh they need to work in more design runs for Justin Fields I think that would help that as well but like overall right now it's it's not a lot good the sequencing and this is why you hear players say things like we knew exactly what they were going to do the Bears go to the same plays with the same formations way too often it's almost like in every five play we go to the same play every five plays we're going to go to the same play 
And when you have defensive and smart defensive players on the other side of the ball, that's going to pay off. That's going to make the, the the offense really hard to move anything. And so, you know, we'll see that, right? We'll see if they can go with that. Um, I think that the Justin Fields part of having him get a little bit more design runs can help him as well, kind of build that confidence when you look at it. Last year, he had 470 yards and five touchdowns on 73 design QB runs, right? that's uh, Listen, at the end of the day, right now, one of Justin Fields' most or strongest talents is his ability to run. That is something that he is confident in. Is that something that we need for him his whole career, right? We need the threat of him being able to run, but we do need him to develop as a quarterback. But until right now, especially while your offense is extremely stagnant, you really need to be looking at that, right? So, you know, I would like to see that. You know, Luke Getze, as much as the offense still was not where we wanted to be, he did make the adjustment as far as going more targets for DJ Moore. And DJ Moore paid that off in having a big game, right? So, you know, hopefully Luke Getze's also seeing this. They're having some discussions. They're going to really try to look to fix this Chicago Bears offense because I tell you what, right now the stagnation on that offensive side of the ball is one of the most damning things with this team, whether it be the trouble of the offensive line, the trouble of Justin Fields right now, it's bad. And Justin Fields said it to himself saying this, we're going through a storm right now. Like I said before, you can just be in the moment, just take it day by day, and just be grateful for what we do, what I do, because shoot, I can look back to when I was a kid, I would never see myself in this position. I can be grateful for it and give my all each and every day. And I'm glad he's giving us all every day, but guess what? We need that all to come in wins, right? And yes, the Chicago Bears are going through a storm, and that's that's something that's obvious. And this storm right now doesn't look like it's going to end anytime soon when you look at our opponents. Like, some people in the comments have said the Bears could realistically go like 0-5, and, and that would be terrible. I, w- I would lose. My beard is already turning gray, already turning gray. And if for those that, you know, kind of followed my journey and over on Chicago Bulls Central first, when people were asking me, are you going to start a Bulls, a Bears channel? Are you going to start a Bears channel? And I said, if I started a Bears channel, my beard would be gray by the first, the end of the first year. Now, luckily, that did not happen. Is it going to happen this year? There's a high pro- probability for that, right? We'll see. The running game overall in, in the game against Tampa Bay, whether it's using Justin Fields as a runner or whatever else, we didn't get it. We didn't get it done. And when you look at the averages, right, we averaged a nice amount of yards once we did go uh, to, you know, running the ball. So I hope that we – I don't want us to see, see us become the run-reliant team that we were, but I do want us to see, see us become and use our running game a little bit more dynamically than what we were, than what we have in the first two games. So hopefully that comes along. The Bears make the, the needed adjustments there, and we can see what happens because, listen, there are some positives. Like DJ Moore, absolute positive so far for the Chicago Bears in this season. Darnell Wright actually has done surprisingly good, really surprisingly good. If you guys go and watch the All-22, I would say look at Darnell Wright and a lot like the Bears made the right decision with drafting Dar- Darnell Wright has been really good in his individual matchups, and I don't want to – has he had typical rookie-type mistakes? Yes, he absolutely has. But Darnell Wright has been overall really good in his in his snaps and his time out there. And I think that, that that bodes well for his future with this franchise. Absolutely. DJ Moore. We know that he can be an absolute weapon. Roshan Johnson as well, right? These are these are some positives that we have on that offensive side of the ball, but we just needed to get it together. We need to get it together in a super meaningful way. And, you know, it's not going to happen in one week. And yes, we have a tall test. And this would probably be the game too, like with Bears fans being really down right now on this team and their chances against the Kansas City Chiefs, the Bears come out and they show up and play really hard and perform, you know, Bears fans will start coming around, right? Right now, we're, we're struggling because 
the offenses look bad. The offenses look questionable. The defense hasn't looked much better in, in, a, in a lot of facets as, way, as well. And we got improvements that we absolutely need to make as a team. And hopefully we start seeing those improvements come along, right? So we'll see, man. I'm not losing my complete faith right now on the Chicago Bears to turn this thing around. But I tell you what, each week that goes by and we don't see the necessary improvement and we keep seeing the things like what we're seeing with just bad Luke Getze play calling, bad defensive execution, right? Which is, I think, the thing that's really hurting the defense a lot as well is the execution and discipline on that defensive side is hurting the team a lot as well. We got to improve. We got to figure out a way to snap out of it and just start getting our game plan, right? Getting our game together and having a more solid outlook. And then we can see what happens from that. But right now, the Bears got work to do. And they got a ton, tons of work to do. And it's not going to get any better, right? And so, you know, we do have one of the largest markets in the in the world. And, you know, as we're, we're the primetime game, I think, this week as well, we're on primetime. So it's definitely going to be nationally televised. We want to see the Bears just play better. And right now, the play of Justin Fields, the play of the Bears overall are proving a lot of people um, uh, right, right? As far as Colin Cowherd, right? As much as I have dinged on and flamed Colin Cowherd, like saying this, history tells me Justin Fields is in trouble. It's an absolute loaded uh, college quarterback draft. The Bears have potentially two top five or six picks. I think he's regressed. And that goes back to what I've been saying here, right? Again, I want to see Justin Fields thrive here. I want to see Justin Fields turn it around. I want to see Justin Fields be able to develop into that quarterback that we think and that he has potential to be. But when your team has two first-round picks, and if you still are a question mark in a draft that is going to have some solid quarterbacks in it, listen, Ryan Poles may start looking in a different direction. And so hopefully Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears as a whole start turning this thing around because, it's listen, we want to see this team win. We deserve to see this team win. We deserve it. And so, you know, you're already getting the articles that the Chicago Bears are already looking at the 2024 draft class, and they are seeing three quarterbacks that could be NFL ready and Kelly Williams, Michael Phoenix. Is that Phoenix? Phoenix? I, I don't even know. And Sam Hartman. So these are quarterbacks that, that I'm sure the Bears are watching their development over the course of the season in, at the collegiate level because, listen, if things keep going the way that they're going, nobody, and I don't think even the most optimistic Chicago Bears fan could blame the Bears if they start looking at quarterback. But I want to get into some of the voicemail just because we got a number of them before the show ends today. We're going to get into this first one. This one's from the 406. Hey, man, what an ugly game, huh? Wow. Uh, I don't even know what to say other than these coaches are frauds. Get them all out of here, man, and, and, and stop hating on fields. Um, I, look, I know he makes mistakes, okay, but it would be so less worse if if they had better coaches around around you know not just fields they, they all playing like booty all right stop hating on fields because the entire team on both sides of the ball are playing like hot trash these coaches are the culprit they are the problem love you guys you're the only one you're the only thing that makes these games bearable so love you the coaches are frauds here's what i'll say right and this is why i did have the video that i had monday is that we do have to start looking at matt eberfuchs and ryan pose we got to start looking at the top right if if the players keep not working out things like that we got to start looking and i do think that the off the coordinators heads could roll first but once that does happen if matt eberfuchs fires his either one of his coordinators the the clock is now it officially starts ticking matt eberfuchs is officially on the hot seat if that happens right and i think that 
if if he does fire Luke Getty, if he does fire Allen Williams, or God forbid moves on for both of them, at that point now, the spotlight gets put even more on you. And and at that point, I do think that a change could happen. Am I saying that it will? Am I calling for it? Not necessarily right now, but I do think that there is a possibility of that happening if this season continues to go this way. A coordinator's fired. The clock is ticking. The seat is officially hot on Matt Eberflus and what he can do. As far as Ryan Poles, Ryan Poles is going to be in the position for a while. He just is. We haven't had, over the course of our history, we've had like four people to hold that position as a whole, right? He's going to hold on to that position for quite a while. Um, but you're getting the head coach right is a big part. And so that's that's one of the things that we'll also have to look at with this team, right? Is that the, the are the coaches drawing up a scheme that fits the skill set of the players are already seeing part of the reason why the Chicago Bears team is struggling is because they are trying to force players into a scheme, a scheme that's already flawed, right? And if they can answer that question objectively, I know when you're the coach, it's your scheme, you can get married to it, but if you can objectively look and evaluate and answer that question and ask yourself, are we, are we, are, is the scheme that we're running the best scheme that is for the players that we have here and their skill sets? And it's, it's hard to, you can't, it's almost impossible to implement a new scheme during the season. So regardless, we're stuck with this scheme for the rest of the season. But Matt Eberflus needs to start looking and evaluating on if the scheme needs to change to better suit and get more out of the players that you have here if you believe those players are talented enough. That's the question that they need to answer, in my opinion. You guys can let me know what you think down below. All right, let's get into the last voicemail for today. And this one's from Wood. Cognac Boys. How y'all doing? Tough day to be a Bears fan today, man. Um, this Wolf, appreciate how y'all keep it going, even though these are tough times right now. But um, from what I've seen these last two weeks, man, starting to feel like Ryan Pose dropped the ball on not signing a tackle in the offseason. He had the opportunity to pick up Orlando Brown, who was the best offensive tackle in the NFL last year. I feel like and he had some commonality with him when he was in Kansas City. I feel like he dropped the ball not picking up Orlando Brown. Braxton Jones looks like he took a step back this year. Um, I think Poles also dropped the ball on not going ahead and getting Jalen Carter in the draft. I mean, for our defense to work, that defensive tackle position has to get pressure on the quarterback. And we're still not getting that from the defensive tackle position. But I know if we would have got Jalen Carter, Jalen Carter would have got that pressure on that defensive tackle position. You know how to push that pocket. But, um, you know, instead we went with Darnell Wright, who I thought was a good pickup. But just those decisions right there alone, man, I feel like them some real, real big decisions that the Bears could use. You know, he had a lot of faith in Braxton Jones taking that next step and being a pillar at the left tackle for us. And it looks like Braxton took a step back. Uh, I think Orlando Brown would have just made our offensive line a lot more stronger. Jimmy Carter on our defensive line would have made our defensive line a lot more stronger. Um, even with the Claypool situation, you know, he took a chance on Claypool and everything like that, you know, because he wanted to get more weapons for Fields. But in actuality, man, if he would have just kept that pick, we would have dropped. We could have got Joey Porter Jr. in the draft this year, man. And I felt like Joey Porter Jr. would have gave us a lot more than Stevenson, man. You know, they said a lot of good things about Stevenson in preseason, but these first two weeks, man, Stevenson they getting cooked. He looks bad. Granted. We were missing most of our secondary today with Brisker out, Eddie Jackson out, Stevenson had to start, but um, Gordon out as well. But I don't know, man. I think Poles might have made a few bad decisions, man. I don't know. We was giving him a lot of praise in the offseason, you know, for the pickups that he did. But Nate Davis still ain't been here for real. That was a big signing, man. I don't know, y'all. What you think? You think Poles might have dropped the ball a little bit with these decisions that he picked up in the offseason? I don't know. You know, we could have even got a George Pickens. 
last year, you know, but we went two defensive backs back to back, and one of our defensive backs is hurt this year. Brisket and been in and out of plays the first two weeks. Did Ryan Poles drop the ball? No, Darnell Wright's doing good. As I said earlier, no, Darnell. And it's easy to look at Jalen Carter and to say, oh well, he would be able. No, Jalen Carter would be struggling here too. And I think what we got in Zach Pickens and Javon Dexter is net going and and oh also Darnell Wright is going to net us more than what what um what the other play, Jalen Carter would have gotten. And I, I think the Bears, whether right or wrong, they made the decision that they've made as far as um as far as just what 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 they wanted to be on this team, the culture and everything that they were trying to set on this team. And so, you know, I, I know it's easy to look at in the woulda, coulda, shoulda and say, oh, well, we should have, we should have went after Jalen Carter. Absolutely. Let's be clear here. Jalen Carter has two solo tackles, one assisted, and one sack so far this season. Now, with that said, he does have a pro, uh, 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 a grade on PFF of 90, so he's been grading out pretty well. But let's see how this – the story of drafted players isn't told just in the first year. we got to see how it's going to grow and develop. Now, as far as going after a veteran offensive tackle, Darnell Wright's been doing good. I don't Like, Darnell Wright's been doing damn good. And what Orlando Brown would have wanted as far as pay, I don't see – him changing the, that much of what the Chicago Bears offensive line is doing by himself with the money that for the money that he would have gotten. And when it comes down to Ryan Poles, it comes down to value. Now, here's what I would say as well to just support your argument, right? I always like to offer two sides of it. When it comes down to it, you could have still drafted Darnell Wright and got, and got Orlando Brown, right? You could have brought him along a little bit more slowly, things like that. Braxton Jones, yeah, it seems like he's taking a step back so far, right? But you know, let's not stay in the now and act like that's going to be the whole season. Let's hope that it's not at least. But your concerns are very valid, right? I'm not saying that your concerns are out of this world because, no, they are very valid concerns. But let's hope that we get more clear answers for that by the end of the season. But that's my time for today, guys. Make sure you guys are following the show at Shy Bear Central on every social media platform. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Central at gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related, thanks to you guys. And like I liked in every episode on, Shy Town up, but bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. 